When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Porpoise Pod swimming on here. Tobin and Solana looking ahead to week six against the Minnesota Vikings. Miami Dolphins three and two. Two straight losses Thursday night to the Cincinnati Bengals. Now coming off a embarrassing fourth quarter collapse against the New York Jets. They will try and right the ship back in the friendly confines of Hard Rock Stadium coming up this Sunday. Uh, but one thing we didn't get to, Solana, because we were kind of rushed on the uh, on the Sunday show, but the ruling came out on the Miami Dolphins and the whole Tua scandal in regards to did the Dolphins try and cover this up? Did they do anything uh, against protocols here? And I'm curious what your reaction to of was the findings because I mean, reading it over, certainly it looks like the players association wasn't happy that maybe extra caution wasn't shown, but it definitely shows that the dolphins didn't do anything wrong, which is what led to them having these extra protocols that led to Teddy Bridgewater being yanked from the game. Yeah. I mean, look, the optics we've been saying it were terrible from the beginning. Nobody's denying that. But my reaction was, hey, we knew Mike McDaniel and this Dolphins organization weren't going to skip any steps in making sure that their star player, the face of their franchise, isn't okay to go back in the game from you know the perspective of having a concussion, having a serious head injury. Uh, should he have been out there because of his back injury? Because he maybe had a broken back, the same conversation could be had, and we had it going into that Thursday night football game. I don't know, but well, it's interesting hearing because if you listen to Mike McDaniel talk about injuries, he always says, like as a point of pride for these guys, that they are going to do whatever it takes to get out there and play, and says it a lot in regards to his veterans, Xavier Howard, Teron Armstead. These are guys who don't practice during the week a lot, but he trusts in them because they're going to do whatever it takes to play. And I do think that, you know, I don't think it's a wrong thing. I think that if you want to say, was it maybe the the right idea for Mike McDaniel to allow Tua to push to play in that Thursday night game? Probably not in hindsight. Yeah, that was the wrong decision. But do I think it was a case of Mike McDaniel saying to the doctors, hey, if he's don't tell me anything. Don't tell me if he's concussed. No, I think I think he is a guy. He's a player's coach. He listens to these guys. He looks at them as warriors and that want to play through stuff to be out there for their teammates. And that was a Thursday night game where a ton of guys played hurt. Xavier Howard, it's I, I get it's more serious because it's a it's a back, but Xavier Howard's playing through a bad groin. Teron Armstead's been playing with turf toe basically since week two. 
Jalen Wall has been playing with a banged up groin. These guys are all playing with something. And I think as a, as the coach, he really respects when he sees these guys trying to gear themselves up to play through anything to get out there. And two is no different because two knows what the book is on him. He knows that durability is a question for him. Yeah. You know, I hear people criticizing him, not knowing how to fall correctly. I'm just like, Jesus, what, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. But the, the only criticism that I think is fair of Tua from that specific situation was that ball should have been thrown away. And not that it, not that it matters now in the grand scheme of things, but that ball should have been thrown away. And that's really been our knock. You uh, like, we've talked about that's, it a bunch. Yeah, that's him. Right. Like that's what got his hip hurt. Like that's, that's, I don't know if that's ever going to be out of him. He's always going to try and extend a play. Yeah. Yeah. Extend a play when there's no need to. And yeah. when, when really there's, there's nothing left to extend like, like the options to extend the play are done, but he continues to try to get around the defender. Like just go down, bro, throw the ball away or just go down. And it helps your team in the long run. And if you want to criticize him for that, fine. But Tobin, to go back to your point where these guys are warriors and they want to play through injuries, as fans, you want that from your players. Like that's what we celebrate all the time. Guys fighting through injuries, right? Uh, McCorkle right now, just because it's happening right now, he had that high ankle sprain. And there were those reports where McCorkle kind of wanted to go you know, get a second opinion because the Patriots wanted to rush him back and he didn't want to get rushed back. And Patriots fans are slamming Mac Jones because of it, calling him soft, saying he's selfish. He's not putting the team first. Mm. Like I'm, I'm really upset at, at how the, the reaction even outside of Miami was, Oh, well the dolphins, you know, they should have known better. They should have kept Tua from, from hurting himself. And I'm thinking all the media does all the fan bases do is urge their players to play through injuries because nothing matters more than what a victory for, for said fan base. So I, I'm very confused at that reaction where everybody's just playing the result and saying, see, we told you so we told you so. Right. Man, this well, is, well, we, the result was the worst case scenario. Like I, like you don't think in that case that if Tua goes out, you just saw him play the bills game through that injury. I, I don't think in my heart of hearts, Mike McDaniel thinks like, eh, worst thing, okay, what's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to get slammed into the ground and we're going to have to stretcher him off. Like, no, obviously, like, T. Higgins played with a concussion. That game balled out. He's yeah. thinking that to himself like, all right, you know what? Maybe he's not 100%. Maybe he's 65% Tua, but he's probably not going to get what happened. I'm sure, I'm sure Mike McDaniel has probably woken up in a cold sweat thinking like, Damn it! I probably should. I probably shouldn't have let him play. I'm yeah. sure there is guilt there from the head coach, because it's only natural to have that. But what is he to do? He just he's he has had this relationship he's built with the player. If the player wants to play in that case, and he was already dealing with a coach last year who would butt heads with him about when he's ready to come back. That I think is where you can get as a rookie head coach. Like, all right, I'm gonna go with him. What's the worst that's going to happen? He's going to be fine. And yeah, it, it ended up awful. But I don't think that that means that the coach did anything, that he did something evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's definitely the biggest away right there, what you said. He didn't do anything evil. And by the way, Tobin, for anybody saying that Mike McDaniel maybe was acting from a place of, you know, like a selfish desire for his starting quarterback to play. Well, yeah, you're seeing it play out in real time. 
because he knows that the guys backing him up aren't capable of doing the same things to what Tungavailoa is doing. So is Mike McDaniel, yes, he's being diligent and listening to the team doctors. Yes, he's listening to his players and finding out how they feel, how they're feeling heading into the game. Do they want to test the limits and play through injury? Also, hey, Mike McDaniel has a job to do. He's a rookie head coach. His team is at the absolute highest point that they've been in in two decades. They're 3-0, and and it's in large part because of this specific player putting on performances we haven't seen in a very long time in Aqua and Orange. Yes, he wants him to be out there. You want to know why? Because if not, you get Skylar Thompson fumbling the ball, and you get Skylar Thompson throwing interceptions, or you get Teddy Bridgewater getting blown up on the very first play. Like Skylar That's Thompson, exactly why. Skylar Thompson fumbling his play cards. <laughs> that was crazy. That was ugly. That was ugly, man. That was ugly. By the way, just that, that Teddy Bridgewater, uh, the hit on the very first play, nobody's on the defender. I mean, I, have you ever seen no. a, a, just, just like a straight shot to a quarterback on the first play? And then the idea that I don't remember the 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 word ataxia or or whatever it is. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. we don't need to get scientific about it. Dizzy and um, no balance. It's it's basically if you struggle to get up. Mm-hmm. I mean, did did he did he no. hesitate to get up? No, he he didn't. No. He just got his bleeping lights knocked out of him on the first play of the game, Tobin. No quarterback is expecting to get hit on the first play of the game. You normally just, you know, little, especially little not by, off. especially not by a free willy nilly cornerback. I just the the whole situation it it's dumb, man. I don't want this to sound like I'm diminishing the the severity of of you know head injuries. I'm diminishing the idea that these guys can have long lasting effects from head injuries. Like I'm not, man. That stuff is so important, but. You were opening up a can of worms. I don't even know what that means, but I feel like I've been using it and nobody's checking out it yet. A can of worms with the way that they're dealing with this because Braxton Berrios later in the game gets demolished as he's jumping into the end zone. When you watch the replay, there's clearly helmet-to-helmet contact. He's on the ground. He take, ripped off his helmet. He's on one knee for two and a half minutes, and he's able to come back in the game. But Teddy Bridgewater, because... It took him like a half second longer than it should have to get up. Gets kicked out of the game despite showing no signs of concussions. I don't understand what we're doing anymore. Dude, but here's the thing. Like, that's how it is in the NFL with everything. Like, there's no uniformity in any of these things. And every year, it feels like there's a new controversy with NFL. Like, concussions obviously been a thing for a long time. But whether it's protocols and how guys are treated, whether it be roughing the passer whether it be pass interference, reviewable, not reviewable, or whether it be what the hell's a catch, it feels like they always are dealing with something subjective that we never really have a, a clue of the answers. How many times are you just looking on the field, whether you're there live, but like when I'm watching TV, I can't tell you how many times I'm watching a broadcast. I'm just like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know what it is anymore. I don't know what intentional grounding is. Even Blake Ferguson, the long stepper, came out this week and he's like, I don't know what intentional grounding is anymore. I don't know what it is. How is it intentional grounding if the fender's in your grill and there's somebody within five yards? I don't know. I, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that play either. I didn't, I didn't get it. 